Hey kids, this is me, Icy Robots, and we're back with another super exciting, super fun episode of World Famous. This is a big one, dude. We are going to take a look at the top five movies of the year of 2021. It's a long-standing tradition. We're going to find out what Derek's doing. We're going to see if he made it. Plus, uh, we'll do some other stuff, dude. But until we get there, Grandmaster Grandpa, get that beat. OK IC Robot, let's get this party started right. Let's get this party started quickly. This is world's famous with IC Robot. As we return back, IC Robots and Ed Bebout have gone back in Ed's house to wait to see if Derek made it. That was crazy, Ed. Did you see him just like zoom off? I can't believe it, dude. I just, I, I didn't, I, 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 I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think he was gonna make it. But uh, what, what, what do we do now? It's like, what's, what's there to do for us? We wait. That is all that we can do. I have faith in the boy. I believe he is going to come through. I mean, no disrespect, Ed, but I, I, I gotta think that you were sending him out as a guinea pig. I, not that I disagree with the idea, but I. I didn't feel a lot of faith just a second ago. No disrespect, of course. Well, you are right. I was certain that he would crash, but now that he is airborne, all he has to do is land on the top of a small building. That should be easy. You need to have faith. Derek is a good kid despite being a cube junkie. Yeah, he's alright, man. I, I used to work with that guy when I was on uh, the Pooptronics moon base, and he's cool, but he's really into food cubes and stuff, dude. I... I, I hope that we can help turn him around. We will do what we can. A junkie has to want help before you can help them and I'm not sure that Derek is there yet. All we can do is be supportive and try and be a good influence. Hey, do you like popcorn? Sure, yeah, you know, everybody likes popcorn, right? Look at this. I have to original popper from Ray Love's home theater. I picked it up at a charity auction. Look, he signed it here on the side. To my road dog, Ed Bebout, from Ray Love. Oh yeah? That's cool. Uh, Ray Love went to junior high with me. He was uh, in, in ninth grade when I was in seventh. I remember seeing him and his posse when I when I first started uh, first started junior high, and I was like, whoa, those dudes are hardcore. This isn't uh, this isn't Binkley Elementary any, any, anymore. But it turns out he's a pretty nice guy. Yes, he is really nice. He and I were going to collab on a mixtape back in the day, but it never came to be. I was too busy reporting the news. Oh, check this out. He included this rack of spices you can add to your popcorn if you want additional flavor. Let's see. There is parmesan, garlic and chives. This one is cheddar cheese and this one is salt with a bit of brewer's yeast. That was Ray's favorite. He likes it salty. What is that beeping sound? Oh snap. That is the broadcast signal rebooting. Derek did it. We are back on the air. Let's go and get the news out. You go Derek. You did it. And now a special presentation. The IC Robots Radio Network presents the top five films of 2021. 
Alright, this is me, Icy Robots, and we're back for what? I, I think this is like a six, seven, eight year tradition at this point. The top five movies of the year. I love to go to the movies. I'm a big cinephile. I'm a big movie fan. Of course, much like everyone else in the world, I haven't been able to get to the movies as often. As often as I would like. We saw that last week. My totals dropped in half. Very, very, very sad. But nevertheless, there's a whole bunch of different ways to see movies. And there's a whole bunch of fun movies out there that I saw that I enjoyed. We talked about all that last week. So, I think it's time I've gone out and I've seen the movies that I thought maybe would have been on the list. I've got everything all tightened up going into it. So, let's, I don't know, let's just get into it. Joining us... Joining us today, this is fun, live from Bethlehem Tower is Derek with some announcing. Derek, hit it. Number 5. Suicide Squad Part 2. That movie is so violent, dude, but it's also pretty funny. Good choice. Oh, thanks, Derek, man. Yes, Suicide Squad is the number 5 movie on my list. This was directed by James Gunn. It stars Idris Elba as Bloodsport. It has John Cena as Peacemaker. It has, like, all sorts of dudes. Sylvester Stallone's in it. It's a talking shark. This movie was nuts. I loved it. I thought it was just utterly fantastic. I, I myself, I'm a big fan of the, uh, Ostrander Suicide Squad comics. When I was coming up, this was one of the favoritest books I'd ever read in my life, and when they came out with the Suicide Squad movie, the last one, I was really, like, I was really looking forward to it, and I did not dislike it. As much as some people did, I, I think that there are some cool parts in it. Overall, it's not great. It's not great by any means. But there are some fun scenes in it, but I didn't I didn't really feel like they nailed the feeling of the uh, Suicide Squad comic. And man, when they brought in James Gunn to take over the franchise, he got pretty close to what I expect out of a Suicide Squad movie. I, I would like it if it was like a little darker. And you're like, sure, it's pretty dark. There's a lot of brutal, horrible things in it. Very, very dark movie, but... Maybe a little more serious, but I gotta say, all the jokes in the movie are great. This is a very, very entertaining film, but, uh, yeah, man, it was, it was a tough one. It was a tough one to decide what to put on the list. I had this movie and another movie I batted around this fifth, and I decided to go this way because I, I, I think that, like, in the long run, when you look at a movie list, you're gonna be examining it in the future, and you're gonna see... Which of these movies am I still watching? Which of these movies am I still enjoying today? And I think that Suicide Squad is going to be one that I will definitely be enjoying in the future. I've already watched parts of it again on HBO Max. I've watched it a few times when I saw it go by on the HBO on the direct TV. It is, it's just absolutely terrific, dude. It's so violent. It's so gross. And there are like some really sad, heartfelt things. There's some real things in there. If you have not seen this one yet... Please, go out and check it out, man. It spins off into a Peacemaker TV show. And I've recently read that James Gunn is going to, like, theoretically be spinning off some other shows. So this could create, like, a whole Suicide Squad universe. Which, if you had told a young Icy Robots back in the day when he was hanging out at Fantasy Books and Games, checking to see if the new Suicide Squad by John Ostrander was out yet, someday there would be a streaming service called HBO Max, which would have on demand a whole spin-off universe of Suicide Squad characters in their own shows. I never would have believed you, never even once, not even for a second. But check it out. We're in that world right now today. That's fantastic. Sure, there's a lot of bad things going on in the world right now, but we might get an extended Suicide Squad universe. So there is that, and that is a great thing. Derek, take it away. What is the next movie on the list? Number four. 
Red Rocket with Simon Rex. Wasn't he that dude that was on MTV Rock and Jock Basketball? Yeah, man, no doubt. He's that guy from Rock and Jock Basketball, the famed MTV VJ that goes by the name of Simon Rex, was in one of the best movies of the year. And if there was any justice in the world, you'd be looking at Simon Rex as an Oscar nominee for his role in Red Rocket. Red Rocket is the story of a watched up porn star who is forced to return home after finally, like, he finally goes belly up. He's broke. He has to go back to his hometown and try to hustle his way back to the top. He is a loathsome, despicable character, but this is a fantastic movie, dude. This movie is so good. Let's see what, uh, let's see what they have to say over on the tomatoes right now. The audacious new film from writer-director Sean Baker of The Florida Project stars Simon Rex as a magnetic live-wire performing hustler. Red Rocket is a darkly funny and humane portrait of a uniquely American hustler in a hometown that barely tolerates him. Interesting, they used hustler twice in the same paragraph. The movie did uh, 825 at the box office. It is two hours. It's an A24, dude. I, I feel like at this point when you see an A24, you can, you can trust it to at least be a somewhat interesting film. Maybe not like a great film. Maybe not something that uh, you definitely like, but you know... It's going to be interesting. They're a nice little, uh, nice little label. I, I feel like Simon Rex was born to play this role. I understand he had some kind of, uh, interest in the adult game back in the, back in the early pre-MTV days. I don't know anything about that, but, uh, he was, like, just absolutely perfect. He has this manic, crazy, just, oh, it's, it's just dynamite. If you, if you get the chance to see this movie right now here... Like in the Bay Area. It's playing in two theaters in San Francisco. And that's it. So this one's a hard one to find. But I imagine it's going to be on video or VOD sometime soon. I I can't recommend it highly enough. It has a lot, a lot, a lot of questionable content. You're going you're gonna to be left feeling a little weird about the whole thing. But it is a dynamite movie. Just absolutely dynamite. I would love it if Simon Rex would get a nomination for something. Just something. Because he, he's so good. He's perfect. He's absolutely perfect. When you see... When you see a role like this, you're just like, this homeboy just nailed it. He nailed it. And uh, for those reasons and those reasons, uh, plus others, I guess, this is the number four movie of the year. Derek, let's see what is, uh, what's up next. Dune. I saw that on HBO. It was super confusing, but it looked really cool. Yeah, man, I agree with you 100% on that, Derek. The movie was a little confusing. It's a little complicated. The uh, the universe of Dune is a complicated place. Back in the day for me, this is this is like back in in the Rincon Valley Middle School, junior high days, rather. The, the nerddom was broken up into different levels. One of the highest levels of nerddom in the nerd circle was that you were into Dune. If you... If you read Dune, you were held in a higher regard than, like, your random comic book kind of nerd. And I was, like, your random comic book kind of nerd. Dune is far too complicated for me on the uh, literary tip. But I, I was really excited for this movie when it came out, honestly. I remember thinking, this is going to be one I'm going to want to catch in the theater. Because my guy, Denis Villeneuve... Denis Villeneuve. ...is a master filmmaker. He's the chap who directed this flick. Guy is a genius filmmaker. Everything he's made so far has been dynamite. Sicario is one of my favorite movies of all the time in space. Blade Runner is a gorgeous film. Every time I come across Blade Runner on HBO, I watch it for a little bit. It is a beautiful, beautiful film. He is... He's the best. The Arrival... Oh, 
brilliant piece of art, and this one is another brilliant piece of art. I was confused by a lot of the things that I saw, but I was never not fascinated by what was going on. And when this hits, like, the regular HBO rotation, I'm going to be watching this one, I feel like, over and over and over again, just looking for little nuances, looking for little things like that. The movie... The movie's absolutely gorgeous, dude. And you get a good performance out of Zendaya. The charming Zendaya. You get a great performance out of the charming Timothy Chalamet, who is really becoming, like, quite the movie star. He was in a couple good movies this year. French Dispatch, the Wes Anderson one, and also this. These are both really good movies. He's had a, he's had a good year. Things are looking up if you're a Timothy Timothy Chalamet supporter over there on Hollywood Stock Exchange. This this was really great, though, dude. Fortunately, unfortunately, rather, I didn't get to see it in the theater. I could have. I thought about it. I considered it. But at the time, I was still, still pretty nervous about going out into public scenes like that. So I watched it on the HBO Max. And plus, it's a very long movie. And when it comes to seeing, like, a long movie... Your guy gets bored. Your guy gets bored, honestly. My back starts to hurt. My uh, knees start to hurt at the theater. And I, I want to take, like, a break and go walk around. But you can't do that when you're at the movies. You got to sit there and watch the whole thing. Which is which is great in the sense that, like, you're seeing the uninterrupted vision of the movie. But for something long like this, I do kind of... I do want to take a break. So we opted to watch it at home. And we, we took a little break, walked around, came back, watched some more Dune. And we were very, very happy with Dune. Gorgeous. Gorgeous film, lots of cool things. It's a two-parter. The sequel is going to be coming up sometime in the future, in theory. So when that comes, I'll be watching that one. But I imagine up until the day that it does come, I'll probably just be watching this one on HBO and thinking, what a trip. This movie's dope. Derek, what's next on the list? Licorice Pizza by P.T. Anderson. I haven't seen this one yet. Maybe I will catch it when it come out on laser. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. When it come out on laser, you gotta check it out. This was a fun one. This was the latest P.T. Anderson movie. You might know my guy P.T. from Boogie Nights. You might know him from Magnolia. You might know him from There Will Be Blood. Any number of movies. Guy is much like Denise uh, Villeneuve. Denise Villeneuve. A master filmmaker. A master of the art. And this was, this was another classic movie from my guy P.T. This is... This is set back in the 70s in L.A., and it follows a guy, a young guy, who is starting off in the acting business, a child actor. Not a child. He's like 15, and he's he's trying to get over in the acting game as well as trying to get over as a mattress salesman and, like, any other number of interesting, wacky things. The movie also stars Alana Haim from the band known as Haim, and this is, this is her big-time acting debut, and she is fantastic in this. This is another one, much like Simon Rex in Red Rocket. If there was any justice in the world, you would see an Oscar nomination for Alana Haim, but you probably will not. They're probably going to go to Lady Gaga. They're probably going to go to a Kristen Stewart and any number of other Hollywood big wigs of those sorts. They just don't seem to go out of their way to give Oscar nominations for performances like Alana Haim, but they should because she's terrific in this movie. This one's great though. I loved it. Sean Penn is in it. He does a motorcycle jump over a over a thing. This was this was really cool. I was looking forward to this for the longest time when it first came out. If you've been following at the movies with Icy Robots over on supportthereport.com, the show Patreon, you know this story. I've been waiting for this one for the longest time. I misread the the release date and then when it didn't happen, I was just like so upset and I had to wait and wait and wait. And I finally saw it. This was my Christmas movie, which you know is a big tradition with me. The family went to see this one. For the first time in ever, the kid was over the age of where she could go see, like, an R-rated film, and she's at the age where, you know what? 
we can see an R-rated film together. So we all went to see Licorice Pizza, and it was dynamite. It was a, uh, it was like a passing of the torch. It was a coming-of-age stories in more ways than one. When it come out on Laser, make sure to check it out. We're gonna, we're gonna find out what's number one up next. But first, a, first a word from the sponsor of the number one movie of all the time and space on the year of 2021 on the IC Robots Radio Network, the king of jewelry, the jewelry of kings, Chanel. Chanel is the oldest jeweler in all of France. Une nuit que j'ai The French invented jewelry, we invented the watch, the bracelet and the ring, we invented diamonds and the concept of gold. Une nuit The French also created fashion and the idea of looking good. We make necklaces for kings and anklets for queens. Une nuit que je... Chanel is number one in fine metal and stonework. Chanel, the king of jewelry, and the jewelry of kings. Une nuit que je... 10% off with promo code ici robot. We now return you. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Dude, I saw that in the theater. It was so good. Great choice, bro. I think that this is the first time that a Marvel movie has ever been the number one movie of the year here on the IC Robots Radio Network. But you know what? This movie is very, very deserved. In, in a time when we all needed something to focus on, we all needed, like, a big tentpole movie that we could all give our love and our hearts to. Spider-Man appeared like a beacon in the night and it shined in all of our lives. This movie is absolutely terrific. It's super fun, super neat. It has like timelines that are stretching from here all the way back to the olden days. I I know that you guys all know what this movie's about. You know, it's like a multiverse kind of deal where Spider-Man is tripping around and encountering characters from like different cinematic universes and dude that was eye-popping fun it was terrific i had such a good time with this movie dude this was this was the one that got everybody back into the theaters it was just dynamite dude the the allure of a movie like this was enough to make people go you know what i uh, I'll, i'll forget about the bug for a little bit i'll get my booster shot i'll wear my mask and i will go and brave potential demise to see this film that's how big it was This movie set box office records during the middle of a global crisis. That is just absolutely amazing. But you know what? The movie itself was amazing. It was a hoot and a half. It was a full-on two hoots. This was this was like what the entirety of both Marvel universes. I'm talking the I'm talking the one with the X-Men and all the other stuff, all the Spider-Mans and all that stuff. This is the one where it all came together, and it was just It was out of this world, man. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. It's worth seeing on the big screen. We saw it at the cinema in Ronard Park, which has the biggest screen from here to San Francisco because I wanted to take it all in. I wanted the spectacle. I wanted to be blown away by everything, and blown away I was. It was great. So, with all that said, you got the top five movies of the year. There were a few that didn't make the list that I feel warrant a... A uh, honorary mention, of course, the first one is The Green Knight. I thought that movie was great. I saw that over at the Summerfield Cinema. Just really, really good stuff. An amazing, amazing looking movie. Then we have 
We got the French Dispatch, the latest from my guy Wes Anderson. I didn't think it was as good as some of the other Wes Anderson films, but still a noteworthy achievement in filmmaking. Then there was the the latest from Edgar Wright, Last Night in Soho, with the charming Thomason McKenzie in it. I saw that, and I thought it was really good. That one almost popped in at number five, but when you're up against something like the Suicide Squad, it's really hard to, uh, it's hard to reach those levels. Then you got The Power of the Dog. That one's on Netflix right now with a Benedict Cumberbatch. That was a really, really good movie. Overall, there was enough good movies this year to make it a worthwhile movie year. It wasn't, it wasn't the most as far as quantity. Excuse me while I put this back over here. But as far as quality, there was some good stuff. And honestly, you, you, you can't ask for more than that. Our next bit of information is on IC Robot's recent purchase of a G.I. Joe figure of some sort. Let's hear something about that. If you insist. Let's hear something about that. If you insist. I definitely do insist because if I don't talk about it, I don't got a lot to talk about right now because uh, my brain has been so full of the top five movies, man. I've been really, like, focused on this and I'm glad I finally got it out of the way. But uh, we were... We were hanging around the house the other weekend. I think it was like a Saturday, rare Saturday off. And we were like, we were like, what should we do today? Let's try to do something interesting. So we decided to just like jump in the whip. And we we headed out to, uh, we headed to Vallejo. Vallejo is, it's a few towns over in the direction of uh, Gino Vega's house. So we're going that way because there's this, um, there's this hot dog place we really like there. It's called Saks. And we haven't had a hot dog in a long time. So we're like, let's drive down there get a hot dog, look at some secondhand stores and stuff. They have, they have this interesting, weird old downtown area with, like, a bunch of, like, super kooky antique stores and stuff. So we decided, let's go down there, look around, and, and then we, you know, we did that. We got the wiener. We ate the wiener outside, and it was, it was fine. It was fun. I really enjoyed eating it. But then I started thinking about, like, going to these stores again, and I was just like, you know, we were at these stores, like, just, like, a few months ago. Let's see if there's somewhere else that we could go check out that might be fun. And this, this urge for something different led us to the Sunnyvale Mall, which is, like, it's in another town called Sunnyvale. It was, like, a half hour from where we were, but it's still, like, it's still, like, a booming mall. The mall here in Santa Rosa, it's, it's not booming. It's definitely not bombed out. There's a lot going on, but this one... This one in Sunnyvale is, like, full-on booming. There were, like, tons of people around, tons of interesting stores that we don't have there, and we walked around, had a good time. I love the mall. I'm still, like, a mall guy. I go to the mall to look for clothes and look for things. I just think it's fun to go out and, and look at things. We get an Orange Julius. It's it's a good way to kill a couple hours, but uh, the Sunnyvale Mall, man, we had, like, such a good time there. The food court... Had all kinds of different foods that we don't have at our food court. There was like a Korean barbecue joint. There's like a sushi place. And then there was a place selling Korean hot dogs on a stick. And I realized we just ate a hot dog. But they had like this whole stand dedicated to like this different style of like hot dog on a stick. Where instead of like being coated with like, you know, like flour or like corn based, uh, you know, corn dog stuff. it's It's like coated in potatoes, like diced up. Like, like potato squares, potato cubes. I was watching out for food cubes. I tested them. I tested them with a small, small syringe of tab I have with me at the, at, at the time. But, uh, there were, like, you know, cube-like items all around the outside. And they coat it with, like, different, different seasonings. They have, like, uh, like a cheese mustard, which was, which was distinct and interesting. So we ate that. 
we walked around, and this walking around led us to the FYE, the For Your Entertainment store that is in this mall. We don't have an FYE here. We used to have one in Cottingtown, but it um it closed down like eons ago. There's, I think there's a shoe store there now, but but irregardless, we went into the FYE, and while this used to be like a record store. DVD store, and they do sell some records, they do have, like, some vinyls and some DVDs and stuff, it's mostly, like, it's almost like a Spencer's Gifts now, they have, like, weird toys and candies and stuff, I like a store like this, it was fun, they had a big, big section full of toys in the back, and in this section, I bought, uh, a few figures that I'm gonna talk about over the next couple weeks, these being the Super 7 G.I. Joe reaction figures. You're like, geez, Icy Robots. It took you four minutes to get to the figure. But I had to set the scene. We had to learn about the mall. We had such a good time. And this was the icing on the cake. I I had kind of decided that I wasn't really going to get into these unless, unless I saw them in the store and I thought they were cool. Because, like, they're $15, 16 $17.99 plus shipping. You're getting into, like, $25 for, like, a figure that I don't really think is worth $25. But if you can pick them up in the mall while having a fun mall day at the same time, it's all good. So I picked this guy up for $17.99. I actually got three. We're going to talk about them over the next couple weeks, but I got to say, I'm very pleased so far with what I have seen. The figure that I have in my hand is a guy known as Snake Eyes. And when you have a reaction figure, what you have is like a five-point of articulation, you know, hips, shoulders, and neck, much like, a, you know, an OG Star Wars figure. But this is done with the Hasbro G.I. Joe characters, but... This is what makes them kind of fun. They're based on the cartoon character. So this is like, this is a different colored snake eyes. He's like blue with a purple mask on, like a purple uh, visor on his mask. Very, very cool. Before we get too far into this, and I feel like we're too far into this to just even be talking about the figure, but before we get like way, way, way too far into it, let's, uh, let's see, what do we know about snake eyes? Snake eyes is the code name of a member of the G.I. Joe team. He is the team's original commando, and much of the history and information about his personal life and military service. Including his birth name, place of birth and service number, have stayed classified or top secret. All that is known for certain is his rank originally US Army Sergeant eventually reaching Sergeant First Class S. His primary military specialty is infantry, and his secondary military specialty is hand-to-hand -hand combat instructor. I like Snake Eyes. Everybody likes Snake Eyes. When I was a kid, the all-black action figure Snake Eyes was really alluring. He was so cool and so different. Like, he had details, but he had, like, no colors at all. He was just, like, a mysterious black shadow. Dude was... Dude was like the coolest of the cool, and I've always, I've always thought he was neat. I'm not obsessed with him like some people are. When it comes to him or Storm Shadow, I do prefer Snake Eyes to Storm Shadow. That's just me. I realize they're both ninjas, but I'm not like a huge ninja enthusiast, so I kind of prefer the guy who's a little more commando than ninja, rather than the guy who's more ninja than he is soldier. But at any rate, what we have here is the reaction figure known as Snake Eyes. He's one of the Wave 1 figures. In this wave, you got Snake Eyes, Quinn, Quinn the Eskimo Mercenary, Scarlet, a G.I. Joe Trooper, like a standard G.I. Joe Soldier, which I didn't see, which I would have bought if I did see, Cobra Commando, Destro, 
Baroness, the Baroness, and a Cobra Trooper who also wasn't there, and I would have bought him if I saw him. I like I like the idea of army building. I don't have like big army building figure type things, but I, I do I do appreciate the concept, and I I might partake if I saw a bunch of a uh, bunch of these Cobra Troops. But let's let's reach in here. On the back though, we got Snake Eyes' file card. That's pretty cool. It says. Snake Eyes is proficient in 12 different unarmed fighting systems, including karate, kung fu, and jiu-jitsu. He's highly skilled in the use of edged weapons, has received extensive training in mountaineering, undercover demolitions, jungle, desert, arctic survival, and some forms of holistic medicine. That's, that's kind of a trip. That's probably some ninja kung fu stuff, dude. Like ninja herbs and spices that... That can heal your physical forms, your deformities. Let's let's get in here. He has two guns, a smaller pistol, which appears to become some, some kind of a laser zip zap, and then the standard, the standard GI Joe laser type rifle that you saw in the cartoons. It looks looks like a standard sort of like gun, but it in fact shoots a uh, shoots lasers that for some reason always seem to miss Cobra. They always land if they're shooting like a battle android troop or a bat, but they do not. Huh, that's interesting. He's rubber banded in here. They tricked me at the last second. I was getting ready to pull him out. Let's give him a snippy snip. Vidal Sassoon says, I did not have to use any edged weapons to get into the package, but to get him out, I did in fact have one. Let's just put that over there. Sit this over here. We got him in my hands. Man, he is a really cool looking figure. I always wanted a 3.5 inch of the cartoon version of him. They did come out with one at one point. If I recall right, it was the first time they released a complete series of the cartoon all at one time on DVD. And this was a big deal because it wasn't like, airing all the time on TV or anything. They released like a big box set and in it was the Sunbow, that's the cartoon company version of Snake Eyes. This is a very expensive figure. If you ever see it, pick it up. I've wanted it for a while. Let's um, go ahead and put his gun in his hand. The guns fit very well. This is like, this is like the soft style plastic of like a Sort of like a Star Wars figure. They're very Star Wars-esque. When I say, like, Star Wars, I mean, like, the OG. The OG ones that we all that we all know and love. But, man, he's pretty cool. He's a little tight, which is fine, because these things loosen over time. His, uh, his joints swivel-swell that way. There's not, like, there's not, like, you know, a ton to say about the fig. The details are cool, though. His, his little pouches on his side, pouches on his arms, pouches here. I love, I love the purple and blue colors rather than the uh the the black the black is tight don't get me wrong it's deaf but i would watch the cartoons and i would see this color and i'd be like i wish my my snake eye was like that i i have heard the second wave of these is going to be coming out soon let's see there's a uh, there's bazooka like bazooka in a winter jacket there's a, some kind of like a robot trooper there is there's a few different ones I can't recall off the top of my dome. I did see it a while ago. There's, oh, Storm Shadow is in that. I would pick up Storm Shadow, pair him up with this. And then there's a different version of uh, of Snake Eyes where he's like a lighter blue. I think it's, I don't know, some kind of an Indian, Indian version of the figure. At some point, Hasbro sold off some of the molds. This is what I understand. They sold some of the molds to an Indian toy company called Fun School. And they ran up a bunch of their own versions of the figures. And they were all kinds... Of like kooky colors, they're really cool. Go look up, go look up Fun School GI Joes if that's not something you're into already. All kinds of kooky colors, kind of fun. I myself, I don't have any, but I would, I would definitely get them. But the um the version of Snake Eyes like a lighter blue, it's pretty cool. I don't, 
I don't think I'll pick that one up, but I would definitely pick up Storm Shadow. I'd probably pick up the Arctic Bazooka, and I don't know, man. They're they're really fun. They're really cool. I'm, I, I'm into it. As long as I can get them on the store level at that store price point, I am down like James Brown, as they say. Do people say that? They might. I'm not sure, but he's, he's pretty cool. I, I appreciate that he has two, two accessories as well. I... I didn't get all the ones that were there. I had to leave a few behind, and that was that was a bit of a bummer, but such is life, dude. You only have so much money, you know what I'm saying? But uh, there's also a Sears in the mall. We don't have a Sears any longer, which is sad because I liked going to Sears. I'd get clothes at Sears. I'd look at things. Sears has, like, really good standard clothes. Like, if you need, like, a standard shirt for, like, some kind of an activity, they, they got that for you. If you go to Target, they kind of... They got, like, everything seems like young boy clothes. And Sears has, like, grown-up clothes. And I would get things there, and it was it was fun. We went to the Sears in the the Sunnyvale Mall. I got a pair of pants. Got a pair of gray pants with with pockets on the side. I wonder I wonder how many people out there care about that. But that's what I got. Gotta, gotta have pants. At, at any rate, I think we're gonna get about ready to cut and run. This, this five-movie thing, man, it really, really took my heart out of me. I'm so, I'm so exhausted. It's hard to... It's hard to take art and put it in order to rank the art. Should I cut this file card out? You know what? I think I will. You guys can hold on for a second while I cut this out. But uh, at any rate, we'll be back next week. We're going to do some fun stuff. I don't really know what the what the exact details are. But I recently I bought some cards. We'll talk about those cards. We'll open up another one of these reactions. It'll be a hoot, dude. You guys are into it. But uh, if you... If you like what we do, you want to support what we do, head over to supportthereport.com. That is our Patreon. we got a ton of fun shows over there. been doing At The Movies with IC Robots. That's my movie news and reviews show. It's my favorite show right now. I love it. I talked about my laser discs the other week. we got uh, Who's Who in the DC Comics Universe. i got a couple of those in the tank that I'm getting ready to release that are going to be pretty fun. we got the IC Robots Workout Mega Mix, known as... The champion sound. That champion sound is banging. I don't know how many of you guys have worked out and listened to it, but it is banging. I was over at the, I was over at the gym getting swole the other day, and I put it in, and I, I ended up staying an extra twenty minutes longer than I normally do, just trying to like finish it up, man. I, I, I like it. Check it out. You'll love it. It's worth, worth every penny of your Patreon money. But uh, I could definitely use the support. I'm still batting around this idea of a, of a streaming icy robots radio station. This is something that you'd be into. Hit us up, join the Patreon, because if I can make like an extra, I don't know, like fifty bucks in Patreon, I can launch this twenty-four uh, hour radio station, and and be into it. But it'll it'll be fun. Just uh, consider doing that. Go listen to Gino Vega. He's been putting out some great shows lately. Carlos, Carlos's shows are always great. I don't talk about it enough, but Carlos at Geekfest Rants is like the best, like the most consistent pod around, dude. He's putting one out like every couple weeks. They're always a hoot, so make sure to check out the GeekFest Rants, geekfestrants.com. Gino Vega's on Facebook, Sensational Vega at the tweets. Shout out to MetaHuman Comics, my homies over there selling comics the old brick and mortar way, keeping things real. Shout out to everybody, but uh, until we meet again, guys, if you don't like what's going on in the news, make some your own. Alright, oh man, bring it on. Man, you know I got to have that. Some people listen, then say we're whack. But if they 
the show to get the heart attack. Now look at you, you're sitting there, biting your lip. The whole world sees you as a hypocrite. Live out the first law and let yourself preservation. If the show doesn't help you, change the station. If you don't want peace in the world, love, peace, and happiness in an endless world. If all you want to do is keep the whole world back, you're the one that's whack. Yo, slick, blow. That's right, the I see Robots Radio is a listener-supported endeavor. If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming, consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to supportthereport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat. It's important to support things that you enjoy. Thanks and have a great week. Supportthereport.com Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall. I don't think so. Maybe I will catch it when it come out on laser. The charming didn't. The charming didn't. Oh wow.